0: Good evening from the bowels of the Horror Press Estate, and welcome to a new episode of the Horror Press Podcast, a podcast brought to you by HorrorPress.com. My name is James Michael, and I'm the curator of all things Horror Press. As always, this show aims to bring you the latest horror news you may have missed or overlooked, a place to quickly cover the happenings of the horror world, whether that's studio announcements, movie releases, or box office numbers, as well as some late genre discussion. Today, I'm joined by the self proclaimed Queen of the Blurds, resident stream queen at Horror Press, news writer at Dread Central, one of the hardest working horror personalities on Twitter, Sheree. How are you doing today? Thanks for coming I, on.
1: Thank you for having me. I love it here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I need to give credit where credit is due. Whenever I'm on Twitter, I see you're watching something.
1: That's insomnia. It's fine. <laughs> <Like>. <laughs>
0: I'm literally like, I'm also the type that I'm always binging or watching something. And you seem to like beat me.
1: It's just, it's a habit. I grew up in the 90s. And so we were always with a TV on somewhere. Um, And when we had cable or satellite, those times, forget about it. Like,
0: (laughs) I know. Like, I'm the same way. I always have something on. And I found myself, I don't know if you're the same way. I kind of like, like, on Tubi where sometimes there'll be commercials because it reminds me of, like, commercial breaks.
1: I I I was one of those people who was like, ugh, commercials. And now I'm like, I, these are quaint. I miss these. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, <laughs> give me time to refill my drink or get snacks, um, check my phone, let people know what I'm watching, if I forgot to do that. Like
0: yeah. Not on YouTube, but for, like, some movies, I do like commercial breaks.
1: Yeah, like it's, it's got to be specific movies, which is why usually the ones on Tubi are fine. Um, <laughs> because I don't want to like see like somebody's masterpiece. But like if it's just like some like down and dirty indie that they made last weekend, and I know it's not going to be great, but I want to support, that's fine.
0: I was actually just watching Horror on the High Desert, and that's on Tubi. And there were commercial breaks, and I thought I would hate it. But since it's kind of true crimey, it kind of felt like I was watching TV again.
1: Ooh, I need to watch over there while it's over there, because I have not seen it yet.
0: Uh it's it's I don't know. For me, it, it scared the crap out of me. I, I was just talking about it the other day and I was very surprised at like how much it scared me. <laughs> I was watching at like two o'clock in the morning and it's about like this hiker in Nevada that that goes missing that had a blog. And then, of course, they uncover his tapes and uh it, it was scary, at least for me. It scared me
1: yeah no i need that in my spirit i'm gonna (laughs) also doing that tonight maybe
0: there's Um, also a sequel um that's on tubi as well i haven't finished that one but i did watch the first one all in one shot it's very short it's only like an hour and 15 minutes
1: i love when tubi puts the whole band together because so many other streamers like you only need the second one like no i want to see the full story actually
0: i know i hate it when they do that
1: it's rude like right now we're all trying to do the saw marathon because the new one comes out in like basically a month actually less than a month wow i gotta get started but like <laughs> <laughs> um, the, like you can find like the first five on pluto tv you can find the first six over on like prime and i'm like but like i also need seven and eight somebody give me seven and eight and they're like no
0: yeah they don't have it
1: and I'm like, are they bad? Are are they illegal? <laughs> what has
0: happened? I mean, Saw is Saw. There is there a bad Saw movie? Like, you give me some traps and I'm. I, do I need a story with that?
1: Listen, we're there to see Jigsaw ride on his bicycle and talk shit. Like, <laughs> 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 if that's happening, it's the movie.
0: <laughs> So I, I see that you have been living quite the cosmopolitan lifestyle, jet-setting across the nation. Um, you recently went to BlurredCon, and you were also at Midsummer Scream. Um, how, are, how was your experience?
1: First off, Blurcon was the best thing that's ever happened um, to me as a horror fan because so often we're isolated, which is why, like, this pandemic where we could all find each other on Twitter was fun. Um, So I came to meet all of my friends in person, finally, because we've been friends since, like, 2020. And I'm like, what do you look like past the shoulders? Are you a real person? Are you an avatar? I don't know. And so, like... (laughs) in the same space and be surrounded by like other black people who are just like excelling in costumes and like art and like knowledge um and to be there so people could hear me talk like i co-hosted two panels with like my groups of friends and i was like why do we have an audience do they not know we're just people on the (laughs) internet like we have podcasts i don't have to come here (laughs) like listen you're
0: you're famous okay (laughs) in my own apartment yeah (laughs) (laughs) so for for listeners that aren't aware um, what is BlurredCon?
1: BlurredCon is a place for Black people to go and just show up and show out. It happens once a year, which I need more, but also that's not fair to them <laughs> to be like give me something <laughs> weekly and in my backyard. Uh, but it's in the DMV area, and it happens in early July usually. I'm gonna say that, and they'll be like, "It's in June now," but like usually it's in early July. And you're just bombarded with parties and interviews and like panels of like people talking about like things and stuff. Like we did a black horror history panel and we also did like a crossover episode with one of my podcasts, Blurdy Massacre and our friends at Girl That's Scary called Girl That's a Massacre because we are fun. Um, Like (laughs) there were people entering costume contests and playing like magic, the gathering. And it was just like a nice place for people to be like, what if we all got to be like, horror people together and there was no like racism here because usually when you're out in these spaces you're like one of the only or one of the few and there's microaggressions flying at you everywhere and so it was like fun to sit down your guard and be like oh there's rachel true being interviewed again or oh there's rachel true doing that maybe i should get an autograph um as opposed to being like oh no let me tiptoe around here this is getting awkward not another scene oh
0: it's really nice that they created a space that's safe because i i think especially like in genre films in like nerdy subcultures even in goth subcultures yeah. you know people of color are excluded Listen, it's not considered for them and this, it, it's not fair
1: it's never fair and that's why i'm one of the people who hate twitter but it's a necessary evil for me in my career because like you've seen it happen where somebody will say something and it's like all of a sudden these races are on them and it's like all they said was they don't like sydney I don't think you need to go that far. Oh,
0: God, don't don't say that. God, people will show
1: up outside of people's houses. People have been doxxed. And I'm just like, do y'all even know Nave Campbell? I don't think you've ever met her. It's not that deep.
0: <laughs> I mean, recently, did you see, like, all the Love Witch shit? And people are like, you can't even say the, the, the movie name on Twitter because the fan base will, like, murder you.
1: The director's a turf, so that makes sense because that fan yeah. base... Mm-hmm. Um, (laughs) that movie. Oh, I'm gonna get in trouble already. That movie's not great. It's very pretty. It's an experience.
0: That movie needed to be edited.
1: Yes, yes. Um, (laughs) if you like design, it's design. It's a
0: vibe. It's a mood. Outside of that, it's mid.
1: She also didn't know what movie she was making because I got to interview one of the actors, um, and he was like, she, "We were trying to tell her that, like, this is funny," and she's like, "No, it's serious." And she, he was like, "Baby, like, what do you, you mean?" Like, like, um, and so they were all doing. Good How was
0: she totally unaware?
1: I mean, she's a turf, so she's not aware of a lot of things. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, there's no way anyone could watch that movie and take it a hundred percent seriously. It's it's basically camp.
1: Thank you. Thank you. And I, if if I were the person who would give a turf a stream, I would go back to be like, now that I know she's a turf, does it seem serious? Because I thought we were left the same thing. She was not laughing, though. Um, so yeah. I have questions. I might pull up on the Wikipedia to refresh my memory. <laughs> but, like, yeah.
0: Very weird. Very weird, the world that we live in these days.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I also saw you ran a messy poll that... <laughs> I'm very interested to hear about um, because I, I definitely want to talk about it. TCM, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 74, or the remake from 2003. I don't know what side you voted on, but I want to hear your take.
1: I thought we all had moved on and healed enough to know that no, the remake was better.
0: I'm and here, I here right. to choose violence.
1: <laughs> People were upset. They were like, no! And I was like, we're just saying it's, it's fine. They can both exist, but one is better, right? No. Oh.
0: <laughs> so where did you vote?
1: Oh, I was definitely um, the 2003. I think it's... I
0: am too. Jessica Biel.
1: Right? It's a better movie. It has an actual plot. Because, again, I imagine if I was a child in the 70s and I saw Leatherface for the first time, I'd be like, ah! But I wasn't. I was a child in the 90s. I'm like, oh, that's it? And so when Jessica Biel popped out of that van and we had a real plot, I was like, oh, no, this is, I, this is a story I wasn't ready for.
0: When I first saw that, Okay, I was in the middle of nowhere, Florida, okay? The middle of nowhere, this place called Inverness, okay? Mm -mm. On a canal, they had, like, no streetlights, no nothing, okay? I normally live in, like, the city. So I'm in Inverness. I watched this movie for the first time in the middle of nowhere. The last, like, three minutes of that movie made me shit my pants. I thought it was real. I had no idea that that was, like, all fake. (laughs) And my bed was beneath, like, a big window, and I swear to God, no. Leatherface was going to come out that window. <laughs> and he was still out there. He was still out there. It scared me so much.
1: I mean, it's a Florida, so there's probably a couple Leatherfaces, to be honest. Probably. <laughs> no, it's a better movie. It's a better vibe. It's a better plot. There's better acting, better characters. Uh, I What I've run into is I think that a lot of people don't know how to let go of things that they hold dear because of when they saw it. So, like, of course, we saw that at a sleep, wow, a slumber party. You're going to be like, oh, yeah, no. But, like, you can let it go. It's fine. I've had to give up so many things I loved as a child because, like, people are awful, Joss Whedon. <laughs> and it's fine. <laughs> I'm surviving. I'm still
0: struggling through my Buffy.
1: I have a Buffy Tarot deck. He got no money from it. Um, and I, I've not seen Buffy in years. I used to do a yearly marathon, but now when I try and watch it, I just think of all the things he no, did. I
0: can't. I can't. Like the first three seasons I'd have to skip. I just cannot go through all the first three.
1: I season three it. is their best season, I will argue for. Um the first two seasons Is that
0: college or is that senior year?
1: It's senior year. Like um, it's when Angel's like, I gotta get my own spinoff. We gotta break up. Uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> when <laughs> <laughs> it's when the mayor is there and Faith is there. Who's a better slayer, but we don't talk about it.
0: Okay, yes. Okay. I, I, I'll give it to you because we did get the Buffy versus Faith final fight.
1: Yes. And uh, Mr. Trick, who was the first black person to get more than two episodes? In the Maybe the last two, actually. No, no. The principal in season seven, which is a bad season, so I forget about it. Oh, uh, yeah.
0: you're right. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> well... I think the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre is good. I just think the remake is better. And if you take off the nostalgia goggles, you'd see that, right? I think
1: think the first one is a movie. Um, I think that it's probably the better in that original franchise. Again, I've only seen the first two, so I I still got to figure that out for myself. So don't at me if you're listening. Um, But it's better than the second one for sure. (laughs) And I think that it's fine for the 70s because, again, like when you're watching old stuff now and you have to sort of be like, putting on my like glasses and looking at it from like a historical context point. And I think it did what it needed to do back then. And I think that we've evolved that formula from there. Like Shakespeare. We don't need Shakespeare anymore. People have done his stuff so much better than him for like a (laughs) millennium now.
0: Well, on top of that, like even Leatherface didn't remember the final girl from the old one when he got to see her again on Netflix. He was like, who's that?
1: (laughs) The new movie, they made up a Sally because the original actor had passed on Instead of them being like, let's do something different. They're like, all the other old ladies are coming back. We need our old lady to come back too. Put this cowboy hat on. I'm like, you mean to tell me (laughs) this woman he terrorized in Texas stayed in Texas all these decades? Are you serious?
0: She had her Jamie Lee Curtis glow up.
1: (laughs) She was just there in her cowboy hat waiting. She's like, he'll be back. I know he will. He has a chainsaw and he eats people. Do you want to be there if he comes back?
0: I would be so traumatized. You would never see me back.
1: I, I was traumatized
0: from that movie just watching it.
1: <laughs> I would leave the country. I tried to leave the country for less. So I know I would leave the country. <laughs> like, I'd be like, no. I'm in Paris now. We oui, we oui. I don't know Texas. I don't know America. I don't know Chainsaws.
0: Well, we're in agreement then. So our messy poll is 100% the remake.
1: Yes. Yes. And if the people were honest, I would have voted that way.
0: All right, so now for our first news segment. Uh, recently, Shudder announced that Creepshow Season 4 is coming out on Friday, October 13th. It's weird that they're releasing all of the episodes all at once on streaming, but on cable, it's going to be a weekly release.
1: That's what they get for having cable. Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do you have AMC Plus or do you just have Shudder?
1: I just have Shudder. Like amc plus doesn't normally have enough for me to give them my money um sometimes in october i will give them a free trial week because i have some stuff i want to see because the leaves are falling and i want to see more michael myers if that's who got it that year but like as a rule i just do shudder
0: yeah the only the only time that i ever got amc plus was for the free sub for interview with the vampire
1: yes i might have otherwise
0: I never bothered
1: Actually, I don't have to do that, because I'm going to do Sling, because um, Mr. Charles Lee Ray is also back this year. Really? Yeah, Chucky's back um in October as well.
0: Oh, for season three. Well, I haven't seen season two yet, because it never came out on fucking Peacock.
1: I'm so sad about that, because I have so many friends who need it, but I do love that this season, this upcoming season, they're going to make sure that it goes up on Peacock the day after, because they were playing games these last two seasons. Why
0: didn't they do that for season two?
1: Nobody wants to make sense anymore. <laughs>
0: so- <laughs> Because I have been religiously tweeting at Peacock about this, bitching, even Shudder, because season one is on Shudder. And um, they finally answered when they announced season three and they responded that season two was coming out next month.
1: To be fair, Shudder got season one so late that I think season two was over yes it was over actually because i remember yeah. being like both seasons like no i are like okay i had seen them because we covered them live on um, fear street but like it i normally have to get sling tv i get back together with them <laughs> for charles lee ray um every october through almost november and that's how i was able to do interview of the vampire last year because i would just be like well i have this let me watch this real quick
0: interview probably is my favorite show of last year
1: It was so good, and I'm so sad that our main girl is leaving, whose name I just forgot. Claudia? Yes. She was my favorite character. Aside from one thing they did with her character arc, I had no notes. Um, What did she do? They they gave her the rape thing, and I don't like when people Uh, do that. It's messy and unnecessary.
0: I need to rewatch it. I don't remember that.
1: Because it was one of those things where she meets the other vampire out in the wild. And oh, talk about I it
0: remember and he, that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And they're like, we took the pages out. And like, but you still are heavily implying that's what happened. And she doesn't need that. Like, we don't need women to be raped in TV anymore, to be strong women.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I that's completely forgot shit. about that. <laughs> and they kind of like ignored it afterwards. Yes. Like, yeah, they, they mentioned it, but it was like, okay, we're moving past that.
1: Whereas I think it was more interesting when she was trying to figure out who she is sexually because she's trapped in this teenager's body, but she's like a grown ass woman um, who's never going to age up. And I think that was more interesting seeing her navigate that and seeing the choices she was making in the men and the boys, because, again, she's a grown woman and she doesn't want to be with kids anymore. (laughs) I think that would have been more interesting to see more of that as opposed to let's rape her real quick. her (laughs) back.
0: I think they're pushing back season two because of the strike, I think.
1: Um, I I, Yeah, because they did not start filming. And also, I'm wondering, I need to know what happened to the original Claudia. Because I'm sure the new one will be lovely and fine. But, like, I really, really love that first one. And so I'm sad that I won't get to see her on my TV anymore.
0: It's a weird choice because the show was doing very well. So for her to just leave means something probably was going on.
1: And now that we know they don't pay actors, I wonder if they didn't want to, like, give her a raise. Which she probably did earn.
0: Or maybe she found out other people were making way more which she felt slighted. Definitely happened. Which is very possible. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, I could definitely see her being like, I am not a fifth build girl anymore. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's weird because season two looks very promising. Like, I really want to see Lestat and Armand go at it. Um, I'm not very excited. I don't know how well versed you are in like the interview with the vampire series, but it gets very kooky later on, and I wonder if they're even going to let it get that far. Uh,
1: so, true story, I tried to watch the movie as a child, but I fell asleep. And I think it's because I hate Tom Cruise, not because it's a bad movie, probably. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've never liked him. I never will. Um, and so I own the book, like because I have like a handful of Anne Rice books. I have the first book, and I did not know it was a series until much later in life. And so I'm wondering if I have any other books in the series, because I might just like read those and see what happens.
0: Well, I, I think a lot of people have an attachment to that movie. But I think if they were to revisit it, that movie's boring as fuck.
1: It looked like it was giving vibes. Um again, it's as boring. a child, I blame myself because I went to sleep when I was like I mm. But also I liked the vampires as a kid. Like I didn't go to sleep on the Lost Boys. I went to sleep on Tom Cruise. I
0: I love vampires. They're like my thing, but um, I remember watching and being like, wow, this is like a really sexy movie and blah, blah, blah. And then I rewatched it and I was like, this is really boring. I try to also read the books. The books are so boring.
1: I I feel like a lot of Anne Rice's books did not make good movies. And it's probably because the people who made them. Because I remember Queen of the Damned. We love Aaliyah. Aaliyah looked really great. But also Aaliyah had five minutes. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so I'm like, "What's the rest of the movie for? This dude, well, who is he? Why do What's I care?" That?
0: And his rock yeah, music. He wants
1: to be a rock star now. Ugh, that's boring. And so I, I'd like to read the source material and see if there's a way of putting it onto the screen that's interesting.
0: Well, story-wise, this isn't really a spoiler, but kinda. Um, it goes to like aliens and Atlantis, and vampires are like from space or something. Her, I think her last book was literally just took place in Atlantis or something. Like, Lestat goes to Atlantis.
1: Auntie Annie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I may may be, like, completely misrepresenting the storyline, but I know that, like, aliens and Atlantis factors in at some point.
1: The fact that those words are together tells me that we got off the rails at some point. I'm
0: pretty sure Lestat goes to Atlantis and finds out he's an alien or something.
1: So we need to end the show before we get there, is what you're
0: saying. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. All right, so our next topic is Bonnie Aaron's, and she's suing Warner Brothers um, for not paying her to use her likeness and non-merchandise. And a lot like the, the general consensus that I've been seeing on Twitter is people bitching like who even buys non merchandise. But regardless, she has a very distinct look, okay? You cannot flub materials with her image. Like it's her, okay. You would not have The Nun without her. Just like Robert England. Yeah. yeah. Pay her.
1: And it's really insulting because she's one of the few women who play monsters. Because she was in um, Travis Stevens' Jacob's Wife playing the master. Oh which, my
0: God, yes. Yes.
1: She's played so many creatures and I didn't know about it until I was like, this face. Because I, when I was watching Jacob's Wife, I'm like, I know this face. That face has been a nightmare. That face How a movie. good was that movie? That's one of my favorite Travis Stevens movies. I said that like I, he has like 90 of them. He doesn't. But like, it's like top tier. Like I, I would say that one and The wounded Fawn are art. um, And Girl on the Third Floor is a dialogue that I want more people to watch so we could talk about it because I've seen things.
0: It's just such a unique story seeing like a, a woman feel empowered.
1: Yes, yes. And you
0: see the arc of her growth and yes. then making her own decisions by the end. We did this really good article called The Emancipation of Barbara Crampton that is one of my favorite articles of all time. And it's so good. So if anyone listening, check it out.
1: Yeah. No, I, it was one of my favorite uses of Barb. Because, like, Barb shows up in a lot of people's indie movies because she's a team player. And I think that some people underutilize her or some people just, like, try and, like, put her in just to have her um where this is the first time it was like we're celebrating barb and we're letting barb do barb um like seeing because she doesn't look her age but she's older y'all um so knowing her age and seeing an older woman come into power and just like play around with her new power she's figuring out and find out what she wants sexually that's inspiring because and
0: she's not like an older woman playing a younger woman she's playing herself basically and she's hot
1: yes and i it's about time we celebrate that because so often we're like she's the mom she's younger than the kids and i'm just like this yeah. is not right like <laughs> <you need> to, <laughs> what is you're next um they kept calling her mom i thought it was a joke at first i was like no that's your real oh some <laughs> of you should moisturize. um who did this casting like
0: <laughs> but but yeah I, it's not fair like you're using bonnie aaron's likeness she is the nun like pay her
1: She's one of the things that worked about that first movie because that first movie was a mess. Um as most of the Connery spin-offs are, Annabelle. Um <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she's half the reason I'm going to see Nun 2. The other reason is Akela Cooper cuz Akela I mean, Cooper writes it.
0: The only reason. The only reason I'm even interested in the Nun Tube is her.
1: She's had me since Malignant. I saw Malignant and I was like, what did I just see? And I watched it again. I made my friend watch it via Clubhouse so I could hear him react. And I was like, I think I found my new queen. And then she's like, <laughs> here's again." And I was like, my new queen is right again. Um, and so I'm happy we get her twice this year because of miracles.
0: I know. And, and the good thing is that the Nun 2, like, I don't know how good it'll be. I have faith because of the writer. But, you know, it is rated R for violence and terror, which is, you know, a plus. Surprised to see Blumhouse coming out with more rated R movies. They Normally they're just PG-13. <laughs>
1: it's always PG-13 garbage. I'm just like, if this is what it was on when I was a kid, I wouldn't have liked horror. Like, just so you're
0: clear. So what's your stance on Blumhouse? Yes. I, I I tend to <coughs> ask everyone and everyone uh, thumbs down the Big Blumhouse. Menace.
1: Big minutes. Big A couple of movies have slipped through that are good despite <laughs> Blumhouse. Um, but also if you look at it, as people who he's not really involved with. Like when Monkey Paw goes over there, Monkey Paw's leading the charge. That's how we're getting the Monkey Paw effect. We're not being like Blumhouse and Monkey Paw. That's like, no, this is the Jordan Peele company doing the right things and you just have to put your name on it because you're smart. Uh, You're not in here like giving them notes and ruining their shit like you did all these other movies last year. Most of my bottom 10 movies last year were Blumhouse movies. Oh boy. Most of my bottom 10.
0: I feel like we need need this article to come out. (laughs) (laughs) Like Sheree is ranking the worst Blumhouse movies. <laughs> I mean, I don't care. They don't follow me anyway.
1: Listen, like, you don't want them to follow you. Um, but, like, they just put out anything and then he'll complain about it. I'm like, but you greenlit that trilogy. You said to do this. <laughs> um, and now you're like, oh, shit. We could have told you it was going to be shit, baby, if you had listened. Um, he's also a weird character. Like, I'm sure you've seen his Twitter feed become viral a couple times.
0: I tend to ignore him um, as best as I can. I keep tabs on, like, everyone, but I ignore him specifically. Ever since I saw he did that really gross tweet about Robert Englund being like, everyone has a price, wink, wink. And I was like, that's really gross.
1: There was that gross tweet and the gross tweet because he needed to weigh in on the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial.
0: Oh, uh, I think I remember the one that you're talking about.
1: Yes. Um, and even before all of these fun times, he put up his to-do list um, and it was like things like, smile, don't yell. And I was like, are you a T2? Like, are you are you the Terminator? You shouldn't have to remind yourself to not yell. You're an adult. Isn't it
0: weird that, I I don't know if he still does, but for the longest time, he conducted all his business out of his van.
1: Like, would you get
0: into a van with him? I wouldn't. No,
1: I wouldn't get into a building with him, let alone a van.
0: (laughs) He literally has a van. There's pictures online where he does his business in the van.
1: This is not helping the Coke allegations, just so he's clear. (laughs) (laughs) Look.
0: i'm gonna send you a picture of the van because it's so (laughs) weird yeah he he takes his business in the van
1: well uh it's not not even a
0: cute van it's like an older style like creepy van with like velour brown velour seats
1: he's made enough money off these bad movies to have a real van
0: All right, so our next piece of news is Talk To Me is getting a special edition announced, okay? This one specifically is a non-graffitied hand that everyone is very interested in. It's a customizable replica polyresin hand from a scan from the original movie prop. Um, Not to be confused, though, so people don't like confuse the two, later on, A24 is going to release their own hand, that will actually be all graffitied up. That's the one that I'm holding out for. I don't know about, I don't want to graffiti my own hand. I want it to look like the movie.
1: In a perfect world, I could afford both. So I could put the names of my enemies on one hand. But like, <laughs> this is not a perfect world. So I'm going to wait for the one that's already graffitied and help us not anything that's like, Ouija board, welcome. <laughs> also,
0: well, the one that's not graffitied is $110. Right? That's a lot. That's and like then you have to do your own, own graffiti, graffiti on it. it.
1: You want me to work after I give you money? Like Papa Murphy's? I just, I don't understand.
0: I don't know how quick they'll sell. There's 3,000 of them that are being made. I feel like the A24 one will definitely sell out in like seconds.
1: The thing about A24 is their stuff will always be expensive, but it's also high quality. Like I have it a is. friend who has their cookbook. <laughs> and she showed me some pages. I'm like this is the most <laughs> expensive it cookbook is. I've ever seen.
0: I'm I'm a crazy person that I pay like a subscription to A24, so I get early access to all their shit, and um, I buy most of the stuff that they put out. Like I bought the Hereditary cookie thing Attitude. or something, and it came out, and it's in this like iron clad pan. Marcella Shell I got this really cute like hand painted figurine. So like everything I've gotten from them has been like god tier quality. So I'm assuming the hand will be really good, probably also very expensive. But I'm okay paying I'm going to put it on my desk at work.
1: Listen. I I want one that's like on my desk and I want one I'm going to carry around with me because that's my new favorite thing. It's gonna I'm going to see if it'll like hold a beer can. I'm going to see if it'll like hold my remote. I'm just going to be waving at people with it. It's going to be great.
0: I've heard people saying that they're going to dress up as the hand for Halloween and basically it's just going to be a black sheet and their hand out.
1: I'm mad that they're doing that because that's what I was saying I was going to do and now I'm not even going to be original.
0: Well, I'm sure you'll be original. I don't think it's going to be that common. No one will see it if you do it. I'm sure you think.
1: If I end up in Utah, nobody else will do it because I there's a festival I sometimes go to um, the last two years. So I'll probably go back for sure. Um, and if I do it out there, I'll definitely be the only one. Um, if I don't do it out there, I don't know because I'm in – actually, I don't go anywhere here. So I'll be the only one in my apartment. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: For Halloween, I'm going to do like a real deep cut and just be like C- kangaroo roadkill. <laughs> <laughs> No one will know what I'm dressing up as.
1: No one. <laughs> I mean, I could just put my clothes on backwards. to be Gabriel. Like, Malignant is still fresh.
0: That would be really hard to walk around, though, right? It well, you on the have... Dress. I'm sure you've got the wigs.
1: Yes. <laughs> you've got yeah. the
0: wigs. Just put it, like, the wrong way. <laughs> and, like, I don't know. She. I feel like she wore a suit in one he scene. Had an,
1: they had an amazing oh, coat Oh, the slicker situation.
0: suit. The coat. Yeah.
1: Like, I would wear that forwards or backwards do you and need I, the knife
0: though that knife
1: i would love that dagger like i'm not supposed to have sharp things because i'm accident prone but i would love it
0: it was like a trophy that he just repurposed or something right
1: right because you reduce you reuse and you recycle like again yeah. gabriel is saving the planet and he's a cab which is why ahead
0: of the times
1: listen what other what other serial killers doing that
0: i need you to like practice and reenact like the fucking police station fight and just start throwing chairs <laughs> 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 I would love that it has to be choreographed professionally
1: yeah <laughs> make
0: it like a Patreon exclusive <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love it I'll be like this is for Kayla Cooper yeah <laughs>
0: All right. So American Horror Story. Uh We got the teaser trailer for Delicate. Where do you fall on when it comes to the series?
1: That series has been bad for so long that I don't watch anymore. And I know this year they definitely scabbed. And so I'm happy I don't watch.
0: I'm surprised. Like, did you see Barbara Crampton like coming for them?
1: Yeah, because Kim Kim Kardashian, who's in it, because she's definitely a scab. So she'll be like, yeah, I'll be your star. And Ryan <laughs> Murphy's a gross bastard. And so he's like, let's all scab together. Um, and Barb was like, hi, real actors are out here picketing. Should And you come out here and pick it, Kim. And she was like, oh, no, let me put my phone down for the first time in my life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't remember the last American Horror Story season that I really liked. I feel like after Coven, it kind of went downhill really fast. Um, The
1: first three were fun. Various versions of fun are good. And then Roanoke was good. Um, I've not tried to fill in those gaps, though. And I've not tried to watch anything after. Actually, I did try Apocalypse. I dropped out. Um, I also tried Cult. And I also tapped out of that one. Like, Ryan Murphy is a one or two season person. And you need to let him go after that. And people don't always do that. (laughs) which is why I've been told after two seasons of Nip Tuck, let it go. And I've not started it because I'm just like, I'm not gonna give him two seasons and then be like, what happens later?
0: I feel like the seasons would be dramatically improved if he just kept it to like five episodes. Because normally they're good until you get to like episode 10. And then shit just goes crazy and he doesn't know how to conclude anything.
1: That and if he would lean out of the trauma porn, like his Dahmer situation, I'm never gonna watch. He loves exploiting people's pain and suffering. And that shows in his like shitty seasons of American Horror Story. Because it's like, oh, isn't this awful that they're just screaming for no reason? Like, but why? Can we can we make it make sense? Or like, we're going to retread history, but we're going to tell it my way and make her the victim instead of (laughs) this. And I actually went down like, or you could read a fucking news article. You could you could do that. You could do that.
0: So this is the first American Horror Story that's actually based on a book. It's based on Danielle Valentine's thriller novel, Delicate Condition. And I did a very quick like look at the book, and it's basically Rosemary's Baby, where the woman thinks she gets pregnant, and then I think she miscarries, and the husband is aware of the miscarriage, but she believes she's still pregnant. And she feels something inside of her. But this whole time, everyone is basically gaslighting and telling her that she's not pregnant. She miscarried. She lost the baby, but she's still pregnant. That's based off of the book that it's based on. So I don't know if that's really what they're going with. Honestly, based on the teasers, I thought it was like a black widow. She was going to be murdering men. But I don't. Uh, evidently, she's pregnant, too. I
1: mean, that sounds like Ryan Murphy's kind of porn.
0: Yeah, especially. I don't know. I'm kind of excited for Emma Roberts, but also she's Kim Kardashian.
1: Emma Roberts is back?
0: Emma Roberts is in the season with Kim Kardashian. As well as Cara Dellen, Della Vigny
1: I didn't need to know Emma Roberts was a scab, too. Because I knew Kim was, and I figured some other actors <laughs>
0: All three be. of them are scabs.
1: Oh, so many scabs. So little time. Because, like, we've... I know I have complicated thoughts about Evan Peters, because he... Is Ryan Murphy's favorite toy. But like also when she was beating him up, I felt so bad for him. And I was like very much like, don't let her keep working here. Where she's beating up your She was
0: beating him up
1: when they were like in real life? Yes. When they were a couple, the police were called because she was hitting him in the fucking face. Um a couple times in their, I think, hotel room. It's been some years, so my my story is not completely straight. But like she she assaulted him
0: and that was a thing. And they
1: were just like, Oh well, she's tiny and cute.
0: Wow. I did not know.
1: And now she's still working and Evan Peters is doing all of Ryan Murphy's other projects. <laughs> I'm just like, Oh,
0: well, they they were saying that scream Queens was going to come back for a third season. How did you feel about scream Queens one and two?
1: I think I almost finished the first season. I was watching it last year because like so many people told me it was good and it's fun. Um, it's not really my bag of tea. Um, but like It's fun. I've seen Ryan Murphy do so much worse. Um, and then like I was like I need to take a pause because that's a little bit too much Ryan Murphy because I, I was towards the end I was definitely towards the end and then now it's been almost a year so I don't know what I saw and I'm not going to start it over so yeah
0: Are you ready for this? Have you been studying?
1: Of course not <laughs> <laughs>
0: I picked, like, a nice little batch of questions, so it's not too crazy.
1: I love it. I always lose at horror trivia, which is wild, because that's where I'm, like, based. But, like, general trivia, like, random pop culture shit, I'm like, oh, yeah, that was the Spice Girls. Oh, yeah, that was Method Man. But, like, horror trivia, I'm like, uh, was his last name Voorhees?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm usually pretty good at trivia. Like, there's this place by me that does, like, a trivia night, Mm -hmm. and I will be there. Um, everyone, you see the regulars, and everyone has like their own like names, and my team's name is Team Side Eye, <laughs> and we normally always come like top three, like Team Side I, Eye.
1: When I was in grad school, we used to do the Alamo Draft House. Um, they used to have geeks who drink trivia, and Ooh, nice. It was such a good time, but somebody was always bring their boyfriend and they didn't want to, like, side with everybody else. they are like, I think he's right. I'm like, I think you are dating an idiot because that clue is so easy and we're wasting time. We all know the right answer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. So we're going to start with our trivia now. Um, we have 15 questions total. So last week when we did this, I didn't keep track of the points. I'm going to be keeping track this time. <laughs> All right. So you get. Do you want to be timed for the questions, or you want to have like ample time? I can give you ten seconds.
1: Ten seconds is too soon. So let's do ample time.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, no, I'm not that. gonna time it. We'll we'll <laughs> do it without. All right. So the first question: Who played Dracula in the 1992 movie Bram Stoker's Dracula?
1: Oh. Oh no! Is it Gary Oldman?
0: Where's my sound effect? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're right. So you got 1 point.
1: That's wild. I got something right. <laughs> <I'm> so <happy. laughs>
0: what kind of creatures turn into gremlins in gremlins?
1: Gremlins. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is gremlins your final answer?
1: I feel like it's not correct now that you said that. But like I don't know. What, um ah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mogwai.
1: I was never going to know that. So, Oh, I'm... man.
0: Uh, we have a question coming up. That's probably going to be bad for you, too. All right. Question three. What film features an evil child called Damien? Yeoman. Correct. Okay. Who gets transported to the past to fight the Deadites in Army of Darkness?
1: That is Bruce Campbell playing Ash.
0: You just started watching Ash versus the Evil Dead, right?
1: Yes, yes. And Did I still you finish think it? I have, I have two seasons. Blah. I have two episodes left of season two. I paused it because I'm doing the 100 horror movies in 92 days. Uh, but I want to finish season two because I'm so close to the end of that one that I feel like I, I gotta go. I on.
0: love that show. I loved Lucy Lawless in it. She's so good.
1: She's amazing. And I, to be honest, it's my favorite use of Ash so far because the first movie is a movie that it sets up all the things that we need to be doing. The second one was a movie the third one people like it oh um, is so that was, army
0: of darkness yeah
1: yeah and i was like we're doing a lot of things in the past now okay
0: i feel like the storyline belongs in like a tv series because then you could really see like the growth and ash is kind of silly and campy and it doesn't really always translate well in a movie
1: Exactly, which is why I like the newer movies now, which I know is a blasphemy. People are like, but Sam Raimi! Um, The newer movies are more my speed because they're darker. I wish the 2013, I forgot who directed that one. I wish the 2013. Fetty Alvarez? Thank you. I wish he left out the tree assault because we didn't need it the first two times. But you know what? Aside from that, it's an effective movie. And so now that I can brace myself for it, I'm fine with it. But I think that these, that and Evil Dead Rise are so much.
0: I I prefer the new ones as well. And I'm a big Evil Dead person. I grew up with that series. I loved it. It was one of the first horror movies I've ever watched. And the aesthetic and the mood and all that, to me, just, it's perfect. 10 out of 10. Chef's Kiss.
1: I just saw all of them for the first time this year because I want to get ready for Evil Dead Rise. Because I was going to South by Southwest to see the premiere. I'm like, well, I have to know what happened beforehand. And so I did the other movies. And I was like, I see why historically these did well when they came out. And I know what, what they mean to people. But, like, I didn't grow up with it. So it's not my Michael Myers or my Chucky or my Ghostface. Um yeah. And also they are a little bit more silly than I like because I'm recently getting into horror comedies as I'm always owning because a lot of them were not funny to me as a child. Same.
0: I don't know. I've never been able to get into horror comedy. Like the first one recently that I watched that I enjoyed, Tiffany forced me to watch it was Shaun of the Dead. And I was like, this is is pretty good. Yeah. But normally it's a miss for me.
1: Same, same. It's to the point where I thought I just hated that whole subgenre because as a kid, like it's a bunch of like fat people jokes and women jokes and black people jokes um and people don't talk about it because it's the ghostbusters i'm like uh <laughs> and so i was like i don't want to be here um and so it wasn't <laughs> until like i mean don't get me wrong i did love the cabin in the woods <laughs> josh whedon again
0: but is that horror comedy yeah is it horror comedy i don't know to me like i can glaze over the the comedy aspects because to me it's like not funny at all so it doesn't register as a horror comedy <laughs>
1: Thanks. I love it here. <laughs> so. I definitely got some of the humor because, again, I was a Buffy kid. And so, like, Josh Whedon's humor at the time I thought was hysterical. So I was like, Tequila is my lady. Ha, ha, ha. He finally saw his mermaid. Ha, ha, ha. And now I'm just like, Josh Whedon's an asshole, but I miss my movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you've got two points so far.
1: That feels right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Wait, do you have three actually? I've already lost count. I'm sorry. You know
1: what? We're just having fun now. It's like <laughs> Drag Race when they play snatch game. It's just like we all won.
0: <laughs> what book causes the dead to rise in the Evil Dead?
1: Damn it! I the the I'm sorry, the necrocon. Hmm. <laughs> I'm from Missouri. This is rude. <laughs> um, it's, it's the Necrocon. I don't. You know what? I'm going to say you're the missing
0: truth. a syllable. At first, I thought you were going to say like the Necrocachacon or something. Because
1: <laughs> the sad part is like, again, had I been like keeping up with this show I was supposed to be watching on Wednesdays, I would have heard it recently. But I was all like, I'm doing movies now. The um, Necrocomicon.
0: The Necronomicon. You, you know what? <laughs> I own that. <laughs> Question seven. What kind of house is terrorized by a serial killer in Black Christmas?
1: Ooh, a sorority house.
0: Yep. Okay.
1: That's the one thing all of them have in common.
0: <laughs> what is the name of the rabbit that Donnie keeps seeing in Donnie Darko?
1: Frank. I love Your... that one. Because the Jimmy Stewart movie, where he has an imaginary rabbit, it's also called Frank. So my is it? Theory, yeah. And... My theory is that movie and Daddy Darko live in the same universe, but we don't talk about it.
0: Oh, my God. That would be so weird.
1: I want it to be true.
0: (laughs) In Halloween, Michael Myers wears a Halloween mask of what TV actor?
1: William Shatner. (laughs) Thank you, AMC, when I was a kid.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're doing well. Surprising. (laughs) In which country was the 2005 film Wolf Creek set?
1: I've never seen Wolf Creek, so I'm going to lean towards a couple countries. I'm trying to make a choice. Watch it be the other one. I'm going to say New Zealand. The other one. Australia.
0: Australia.
1: I knew it was going to be one of the two. I knew it.
0: (laughs) Who plays the title role in the Candyman films?
1: The originals?
0: The originals, yeah.
1: Okay, then that is... Oh, no, no. I just met him. I can see him. (laughs) I can. Tony Todd. Yep. I was like, I have his picture in my room, but we took together. Why am I doing this?
0: (laughs) You know, one of the first celebrities to follow horror press was Tony Todd, and I was so smitten when he followed.
1: He's a sweetheart. I got to meet him in Salem this year at Salem Horror Fest, and he is the most laid back person, because they were like, you got speeded up, Tony. You got to like, get through more of these people. He's like, I'm Tony Todd. I give them the full experience. That's how I do it. <laughs> Come on over. and like, I'm the person he's talking about. He's going to give me the full time. And I stood like an idiot, he's talking to me. I'm like, ah!
0: <laughs> Alright, so this one may give you a hard time. Uh oh. <laughs> In the 1984 film Gremlins, no. what are the three rules for taking care of Mogwai?
1: Don't feed them late at night.
0: Mm, how late is late? After I'm gonna help you a little.
1: Midnight.
0: Okay. Which okay. one?
1: <laughs> oh I was sweating. Um, don't get them wet. Two. <laughs> Food, water, and can it not go out in the sun?
0: Close? No bright light. I'm gonna give that one to you. Thank I'm gonna you. give that Thank one to you.
1: you. I swear I saw it as a child. I swear I did. <laughs> like,
0: gremlins too scared the crap out of me as a child because of the spider gremlin
1: oh i never saw the second one and then i don't need to i can't do spiders the The second
0: one takes place in like a corporate building and there's like a gremlin that turns into a spider and it like lives in the vents and it's huge
1: no 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 (laughs) no i will never
0: all right what is the name of the alien and nope
1: blue jean jacket jean jacket Yes. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Yep. All right. So we got two left. What animal in The Thing was an alien in disguise? The dog. You know, for I got to see The Thing for the first time, I think, last year in theaters. I had never seen it before that. I think Phantom was doing, or Fathom Events was doing an event, and I got to see it in theaters. And I'm so glad that I was able to see for the first time like in theaters. Because I had never seen it up until that point.
1: I would kill to see it in theaters. Because I've only seen it on TV. Because again I was a kid of the 90s. And so it was not doing the things back then. And our Alamo Draft house here is like 40 minutes away. So the year I had a person who was willing to drive me. I did The Lost Boys. And I didn't get to go back to the next week for the thing. Because people have lives. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, But it's one of my favorite John Carpenters. I think that that and Halloween are his best movies. No matter what anything else is done or said
0: i was stunned by the practical effects in that movie like for being when when it came out they hold up
1: i i always say practical effects are the way because like those still look good whereas some of the cgi we've seen even this year looks bad already
0: yeah absolutely the, i don't i don't know why they think cg is like the way they i do a it.
1: trend which is why their people are stuck right now uh, <laughs> they love to be like make the computer do it
0: Speaking of practical effects, you tweeted asking people for the recommendations for best practical effects, I think, right?
1: I probably did. I tweet a lot, yeah.
0: (laughs) I watched The Feast, and I love that movie. It came out in 2005, I think. It was like an HBO darling. The
1: Project Greenlight situation.
0: Yeah, and the effects in that, I literally just watched it yesterday on 2B, and it was so good. It holds up because it's practical effects. Very well done.
1: I just finally watched it because I remember as a kid, I watched that Project Greenlight season, but never saw the movie because it went away for so long that I forgot about it. But people were talking about it because Jasmine Girl That Scary was recommending it to somebody who was looking for a horror comedy. And I was like, oh, I'm going to finally- That's a comedy? It's supposed to be. Um, And again, comedy just-
0: (laughs) There's like a slutty grandma. Maybe she's the comedy. I don't know
1: been produced it so it was never going to be great but like it's a fun enough
0: time (laughs) yeah it's just a bunch of like people locked in a bar with monsters trying to eat them right yeah
1: yeah
0: last question who directed Insidious 2
1: I want to say James Wan but he loves to leave and so (sighs) he loves to leave because he directed the first song I was like bye And, like, I think the first Conrad 2 was like, bye. And I'm like, James, stay with your franchise. Um, (laughs) I know he did one. I know Patrick Wilson did five. Was it Lee Wannell?
0: James Wan. I'm
1: going to fight him. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to fight him. (laughs) Yep. He's quit every job but that one.
0: <laughs> but that <laughs> one. But that one. I mean, me you did. You did really well. I stopped keeping keep count, so yeah, I'm we sorry. Got to like
1: five right, maybe.
0: No, I I, I got up to nine. Oh. And I stopped, so I I think you got like twelve. I don't know, eleven or twelve.
1: Oh my god, I know. I stuff.
0: mean, you did very well. Thank I'm you. sorry, I don't have prizes for you.
1: The prize is just knowing I know stuff.
0: Like... <laughs> 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 All right, so. I'm doing this thing where guests can recommend whatever they want. Not necessarily a plug, but basically like things that you're into that you feel that other people should check out. Ooh. But you can plug whatever you want, honestly. Plug whatever you want. But I like it so that people can like expand their horizons.
1: Ooh. Um, I think today I'm going to give a nod to... <laughs> Ooh. I I am definitely going to celebrate Keeping Company, which is a movie that came out a couple of years ago. It's an indie horror comedy. I don't think you'll find it funny after this conversation. But like, (laughs) it's a horror comedy. (laughs) And a lot of people don't know about it because I put up a list today and people are like, that's the one I haven't heard of. And I'm like, you should. Um,
0: Is it streaming anywhere?
1: i lost after the festival i saw it in but like i know it was on vod for a hot minute last year so it should be streaming somewhere now probably on screen or something random but okay. like it's a funny movie it's a uh, gory enough for me because it's not like super gore but it's i think i described it as like the office meets mayhem but with more brown people um so if that's your jam definitely a good time yeah
0: that wraps up episode 10 of our podcast it's been a nightmare be sure to follow us on instagram and twitter at horror press llc as well as on tiktok at horror press don't be afraid to reach out and let us know what you think on social media and be sure to leave us a review on your podcast app of choice we look forward to seeing you soon for the next episode of the horror press bye (laughs) charade